Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners. It's designed to get us into God's Word every single day for a few minutes, about 13 minutes or so. In so doing, even that short time keeps us in God's Word. It helps us to maintain our focus on God and our relationship with Him, and also to have a better, more spiritually focused mindset to be able to deal with life every day. But you know, being in God's Word is also pivotal to the strength of our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. So even these few minutes each day are really beneficial to us in our spiritual lives, staying in God's Word. Now, we encourage you always, help people in your life. You know some, probably a number of people who need to change their focus in life. They need to start thinking about their soul's salvation, about their relationship with God. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, and probably other technological means as well. But make that commitment and start sharing with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around and ultimately get to heaven by getting them started in God's word by sharing these studies with them every day. Now, what a great blessing that will be for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. I want us to begin a new line of thought and study today. I want to talk about when things look bleak. We could even say when things look most bleak or their bleakest. In other words, when things look really bad, really down, maybe really dark. How should we we look at life at that time? What should be our mindset? Should we be kind of somebody who just ignores the whole situation, pretends that it's not that way? Or should we recognize the reality of whatever it is that's facing us? And it might be just simply us personally, or it might be on a widespread scale. It might be something that affects our whole community or our whole nation or something that really is having an impact on the world all around us. What should be our perspective? What should be our mindset? How should we deal with those situations? I want us to recognize something. When things look most bleak, when we might see ourselves as having the opportunity to be in deepest despair, and you can phrase it however you want to, if we are in Christ, then victory is ours. The Apostle Paul, and I want us to look at Romans chapter 8, and I want to read verses 35 through 39. What a great text this is. Paul wrote, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? That's a profound question. Have you thought about those bleak, dark, troubling times in your life? Or in the reality of the world around you, maybe all around the globe. Have you thought about looking at that reality, that situation from this perspective? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Now, 
we could look at this from the idea, the understanding of rhetorical questions, if it just stopped right there. And we could say the answer is understood in the question itself. Nobody, no thing, no situation can separate us from the love of Christ. Now, we can walk away from him ourselves. That would be our personal choice, either overtly or simply by neglect in our focus on our spiritual life and our relationship with our Savior. But who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Well, in reality, no, tribulation cannot separate us from him if we don't let it. Distress, no. Persecution, no. Famine, uh uh-uh. Nakedness, peril, sword, nothing. None of those things or nothing else that we could imagine could separate us from the love of Christ as long as we walk with him. Paul goes on and says, as it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long and are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Well, that's interesting. Paul might have been talking about persecution against the Lord's church in that first century of its existence. And certainly when we come to Nero, the emperor of Rome, uh, tremendous persecution for, oh, well over 250 years broke out against the church. Now, it would wane to a great extent from time to time. Then it would flare back up. But it was horrible, brutal, barbaric persecution against the church at the hands of the Roman government. But that was not the first persecution against the church. Before Rome took center stage in that act, well, the Jewish leadership persecuted the church severely. The Apostle Paul, as he wrote this particular letter to the Romans, the Roman Christians, he could have thought back about when he was a violent instrument of persecution against the church before he himself met Christ and became a Christian. So he says, for your sake, the Lord's sake, we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, and here's the incredible statement and assurance from Paul, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Now, are we more than conquerors in and of our own power and ability? No, Paul says, through him who loved us. And we might remember his statement in Philippians 4 and verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, we come back to verses 38 and 39 of Romans chapter 8. Paul goes on and he says, I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing. He could go on and on. Nobody, no being, nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. What a great text again. Now, where am I going with this? We're going through a lot of stuff right now, aren't we? We have been for some time now. What am I talking about? Well, you name it, because it's always there. We could talk about the pandemic. We could talk about 
other times when grievous epidemics swept through different parts of the world. We could talk about wartime, some of what we see all around us on a regular basis, and it flares up and becomes stronger, more widespread at times. And we could say, well, that's what we're seeing right now, but that's pretty much always there. Think about the people in, world, in, in the days of World War I, in the 19-teens years. Horrible World War. Horrible. Incredible. Incredible conflict and death. Weapons that had never been used before, perhaps. Well, no, no not perhaps. They were. They inflicted horrible loss of life on the various armies involved. But then World War II came along. Same thing. Perhaps even worse than World War I. And horrible conflict, incredible loss of life, destruction of nations. But then you can look at all the other wars that are kind of sidelights by comparison to World War I, World War II. What about if you go back into the 1860s and, and think about what the people must have thought in this country during the Civil War? Or you go back earlier than that when England invaded our nation in the early 1800s and it was the War of 1812. Or you go back before that and the War for Independence in 1776 and, and following. Well, what about those other nations where we feel, or from which we feel rather set apart, but there's always conflicts going on all of the time. What's the answer? Where's the victory? This world, because of its nature, and because it is so caught up under the influence of the devil, is always going to be in conflict always going to suffer the consequences of sin, which are widespread and many. But if we will live our lives in Christ as dedicated, faithful, obedient Christians, then Paul said, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And no body, no being, Nothing, no set of circumstances can separate us from the love of God through Christ. If we don't walk away from that love, God will always be there with us and for us. This sets the stage for our line of thought and study. Let's pray together. Father, you are all-powerful and you are all-loving. But you do want us to walk with you in faithful obedience on a consistent basis. But Father, that's not a burden for us. Your ways, your commandments, your laws, they're not burdensome. They're for our best. And help us to recognize that. And help us to willingly submit our will to your will. And walk with you in your love through Jesus Christ so that we can always be confident that with you we are more than conquerors. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and we pray in Jesus' name. 
Amen.